Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. We know more about what happened when a car plowed into a bar in Arlington. This is Kyle Cooper. Miami officer chasing a robbery suspect is in critical condition after being shot in the head. A search for a driver who shot and killed a man in suspected road rage. I'm Dick Oliano. Games on Wall Street closing bell Monday. The Dow was up 151. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Liz Cheney is in the fight of her political life. She faces a Trump-backed challenger in today's Republican primary for Wyoming's seat in the U.S. House. CBS's Steve Futterman is in Wyoming. If the political experts are correct and Liz Cheney does indeed lose, she will remain in Congress until the end of the year. After that, don't expect Liz Cheney to simply fade away. She may no longer hold elective office, but she almost certainly will continue to be an outspoken critic when it comes to former President Trump and his role in trying to overturn the election. The Justice Department doesn't want to release the document used to justify the search of former President Trump's home last week. More on that from CBS's Stephen Portnoy. As it objects to the release of the FBI affidavit saying it would harm an ongoing criminal investigation, the Justice Department makes two key revelations. First, it indicates that the sealed document contains, quote, highly sensitive information about witnesses who've been interviewed by the FBI. And second, it confirms that the investigation, quote, implicates highly classified materials. And a law enforcement source confirms to CBS News that during the search of Trump's homes, uh, agents seized Trump's passports. A so-called filter team has returned those passports to Trump. Western states have until today to tell the federal government how they plan to conserve water in the midst of an historic drought. Seven states that rely on the Colorado River as a water supply face a Tuesday deadline by federal officials to come up with plans to cut their water usage. Prolonged drought, climate change, and over use are threatening the water supply for more than 40 million people. CBS's Jim Crisula, a Miami-Dade police officer, has been shot. WFOR-TV's Gabrielle Arsola has the latest. Sources tell us a robbery intervention detail officer was pursuing a suspect. Now, there was a short chase, and suddenly the suspect jumped out of the vehicle and shot the officer. Our source tells us that that suspect is dead. However, that police officer is in critical condition and is not expected to survive. The days of getting into a popular national park in the southern U.S. for free come to an end next year. CBS's Jennifer Kuyper. Beginning next March, visitors will have to pay $5 for a daily fee, $15 for a weekly parking pass, or $40 for an annual tag. The park superintendent says the fee is needed to keep up with maintenance and staffing demands at the country's most visited national park. A second attempt to recall the Los Angeles County District Attorney, George Gascon, has failed. Election officials said organizers of the petition were unable to collect enough valid petition signatures to put the proposal to a vote. This is CBS News. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. WTOP at 403.
It's Tuesday morning, 16th of August, 2022. It'll become partly sunny as we head into this day. Good chance of an isolated afternoon shower or thunderstorm. High of 85. We're at 67 right now. Dean Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your Tuesday morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this day together. We begin this hour in Maryland, the only state right now which mail-in ballots cannot be officially tallied until after any election day. Now there's a move we hear to change that. With more and more Marylanders voting absentee, the Maryland State Board of Elections will ask a court to allow for the counting of absentee ballots before Election Day. And that led to a delay this year in certifying primary results by almost a month. Justin Williams, a member of the Board of Elections, says with the general election coming up. If under the same path, if the timing is the same for the primary election, it could be until Christmas or New Year's. That would get the results. Now, the board has only voted to ask a circuit court judge for the change, but it's not clear when that request will actually be filed. If the judge okays it, the results of the count and mail-in ballots would not be released until after Election Day. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. We turn now to new info this morning about the car that crashed locally into a bar in Arlington last week, injuring 15. Police say it was a rideshare driver that plowed into Ireland's four courts, but they say it was not intentional and alcohol was not involved. The exact cause is still under investigation, and several people are still in the hospital following the crash Friday night. Meanwhile, the GoFundMe effort has raised more than $70,000 for servers and workers at the pub, and another local bar is sponsoring a fundraiser next month. The bar is expected to reopen, but the damage is extensive, so there's no timeline yet. In Arlington, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.05. Over the weekend on Sunday night, a Fort Washington man was shot and killed in a suspected case of road rage. Locally, Prince George's County Police this morning are still looking for that gunman. 51-year-old Terrence Kuntz was found dead on St. Barnabas Road Sunday around 9.25 p.m. Preliminarily, we believe this was a road rage incident. Prince George's County Deputy Police Chief James McCreary says the deadly shooting followed a minor fender bender. We do know that um, when they went to exchange information, the decedent was uh, fired upon and um, struck and succumbed to his wounds. There were four other deadly shootings in Prince George's County Friday through Sunday. On Monday morning in Suitland, in a second suspected road rage shooting, a UPS driver was shot and is recovering from his injuries. Police are looking for the driver who fired into the truck. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. 406 Tuesday morning, August 16th. In the last four years, D.C. police have actually closed 113 murder cases without making an arrest, blaming more than half of those killings on a suspect who died. News 4's Paul Wagner reports this morning that it's a process apparently approved by the FBI, used by many other police departments as well, but mostly kept quiet. D.C. police routinely close murder cases they never tell the public about. In some cases, the suspect has fled the country to El Salvador or Mexico. And in others, it's because the suspect may be locked up in another jurisdiction. According to documents obtained by News 4 through a Freedom of Information Act request, the most common closure is made with the death of a suspect. 59 cases have been closed this way since 2018. The way police tell it, witnesses may feel more comfortable coming forward with information, knowing the suspect is dead, and then give detectives enough evidence to close the case. But it's all done in secret. The evidence is sealed. The only people who are told are the families of the victims. For WTOP News, I'm Paul Wagner. 
You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car. But what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are. Eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. Good Tuesday morning, August 16th. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 4.06. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.